Good morning. It's time for today's message from the Flora Assembly of God at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. The Flora Assembly of God has Sunday school this morning at 930. Sunday morning worship begins at 1030, including a children's service. And join them for Wednesday evening Bible study at 7 p.m. Now, here is today's message from God's Word. Good morning. I'm glad to be with you this morning and just to share a, a little bit in God's Word. But before we do that, um, have you ever really thought why we celebrate Labor Day? Um, I know a lot of, lot of, most of you will know that, but I thought today I'd Google it and just see. And it says, Labor Day is an annual celebration of workers and their achievements originated during one of the Americans' labor history's most dismissal chapters. It said, in the late 1800s, at the height of Industrial Revolution in the United States, the average American worked 12 hours days, some of you still do that, and seven days in the week in order to just make a basic living. Despite restrictions in some states, children as young as five or six toiled in mills and factories and mines across the country earning a fraction of their adult counterparts' wages. People of all ages, particularly the very poor and recent immigrants, often faced extremely unsafe working conditions with insufficient access to fresh air, sanitary facilities, and breaks. It says, as manufacturing increasingly, um, as it started up, it says, which had first appeared in the late 18th century, grew more prominent and vocal. They began organizing strikes and rallies to protest poor conditions and compel employers to um, give them more money for the hours that they they done. That sounds kind of familiar today. So it, it goes on and it tells, you know, how, how uh, there was a deadly railroad strike and, and all of this, but... And I know some of you out there today are thinking, well, what does that have to do with us today? Well, we still work and we still labor to do things. We still, um, many still work 12-hour days and and they get good pay for it. I mean, we've got a lot of people that don't even want to work. And, and you know, the Bible tells us that, you know, a, a workman is uh, worthy of his heart. And, you know, so many times we... we um, don't put our best towards doing what we would, what we really should do. You know, we should always do our very best like we were doing it for the president or doing it unto God, especially. You know, our best is what we should always do. And what, what we're going to, what we're going to kind of tie in today, you know, as we, as Christians, 
we're supposed to be laborers too. And, you know, we have to have a job to work on this earth to make money to be able to uh, pay our bills and to be able to eat. And, um, you know, that's very important. And if we didn't work to get that, then, it, you know, the thing is we wouldn't be able to eat or and uh, do the things we get to do. With Labor Day, we're going to be selling it, celebrating it tomorrow, and we've been celebrating it probably all weekend. The thing is, when we're thinking about that, we need to think about how am I laboring for God? What am I doing for God? You know, the Bible talks about, you know, the laborers, the, the harvest is uh, ready to be harvested, but the laborers are few. You know, are we being a laborer to reap the harvest that God wants us to reap? Are we reaching out to people the way that we need to be reaching out to people? You know, our love that we have for God will show if we're reaching out to people. It will show if we really, really are in tuned and love God with our whole heart. Because when we love God and want to put him first in every area of our life, we will want to do more and more for people. Can you sometimes get tired? Well, yeah, you live in a, you live in a fleshly body. You know, God didn't expect us to be Superman, but he wants us to do what we need to do. And I was... I really didn't have a lot of scriptures today, but um, there was one scripture when I was looking up, you know, the labor, and it's in First Timothy. Um, hang on a minute here. First Timothy, and it's the fifth chapter in the 17th verse. And this particular scripture is talking about pastors. It says, let the elders, the pastors, who rule well, be counted worthy of double honor, especially they who labor in the word and doctrine. So in my footnotes, it says, you know, the pastors to be honored, to be respected in regard, the ones preaching and teaching such pastors are to be deeply appreciated as uh, should be obvious. But then I went over to another scripture in the Bible and we should honor, you know, the man of God. The, the word says, you know, touch not thine anointed, you know, sometimes. But sometimes our ministers are not really preaching God's word. And we're going to go to First uh, Thessalonians, and it's the fifth chapter. And the twelfth um, verse, and... This is something just to think about. This isn't the way that I was going to go, but the, just just need to think about this. It says, And we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord and abonish you. The thing is, it says, And to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake and be at peace among yourselves. Well, in the footnotes, it says, and this is going to be a little hard. No. Know for sure that the preacher you are following is truly preaching the word. You know, it's our responsibility to know God's word. 
He didn't, he didn't expect our pastor to tell us everything. God told us to take and study ourselves to, to be, a, you know, approved that we, that we get in God's word and we read it and we study it. And many times in this day and time, we have a lot of feel-good preachers, a lot of feel-good pastors. And the thing is, there's going to be a lot of people, if we don't read God's word and get in God's word like we need to, we're going to be some of those people that didn't make it because we didn't, we didn't read God's word to know what we were supposed to do and what we weren't supposed to do. We just let our, our leader, so to speak, you know, tell us. Back years ago, you know, there was uh, Jim Jones, and look at how what he did. He led all those people to a death that there was no way that they could ever be saved because they followed a man. Now, I'm not saying not to follow a man. I'm saying make sure you're the, the one that's leading you is in God's Word and reading God's Word and sharing God's Word because... It's your responsibility to read God's word and know what's right and what's wrong. It's our responsibility to get in God's word and to grow in God, have that one-on-one personal relationship. But we still need the church. We still need the body. The body, we need to be a part of that body. We need to be uplifting our pastors and uplifting the ones in authority over us. They have a great responsibility over us. God God's going to hold them more accountable for things than than us because they led us to do, you know, right the right things. You know, many times we we want to point fingers, oh well, he made me do that or she made me do that or it was her fault. Um no. The only person that you can blame is yourself. We have a choice to do what we need to do in every area of our life. We have a choice. You know, so many times, well, she went and gave me that, or she, you know, just like, okay, like Adam and Eve in the garden. You know, Adam could have said, well, no, Lord, she gave me that fruit. But he had a choice to take of the fruit or not. The thing is, we always have a choice to do what we need to do. And that choice is not always an easy choice, but we always have God's word to follow. We have God's word. If we are questionable about anything in our life, we need to get in God's word and say, okay, Lord, help me find what I need to do. Is it justified by, you know, we can, we can, uh, pick and choose scriptures to to make it conform to what we want to do but the holy spirit's going to convict you and let you know hey hey that's not right if we're really listening and that's what we need to do we need to keep our our heart open and our mind fixed upon god and we need to be where we focus after him in a daily basis you can't you can't when you you're when you're married if you talk to your husband one time a week would you have a marriage? I don't think so. It's something to where you have to have that communication, that communication one-on-one with your spouse or with, you know, with, with God 
it is very important that you have that communication on a daily basis. A lot of us need it on a a minute-to-minute basis, you know, going down the road and just talking to God. God, I love you. I want to do what you'd have me to do. Lord, please forgive me of what I've done. Please forgive me of my sins. Help me to be faithful and just that, that I can enter into heaven. You know, these things are important. And just like the laborers back in, in the day where we're going to celebrate Labor Day, it was a um, celebration now that, that you can celebrate because of, you know, what the other laborers had sacrificed. I know this is a little different today. It's just something to help us to search our heart and know exactly, Lord, what would you have me to do? Lord, where am I supposed to change? What am I, where am I supposed to go? You know, the scripture, and one day I'd like to talk about it, but it says the footsteps of a righteous man are ordered by God. Well, and some people would say, well, if that's right, Sister Paula, then the thing is, I'm, I'm always going where God wants me to go. No, you're not, because we have a choice. That's right. We have, you know, the footsteps of a righteous man are ordered by God. But if God tells us to go to the right and we choose to go to the left, we're not in his footsteps. We're not going in the way that he would have us to go. Just something to think about. When you get up tomorrow and you start on your day, pray and ask God, Lord, where do you want me to go? Lord, what would you like me to do today? Lord, do I need to go cut the beans or do I need to go to town and and pick up something? Do I need to uh, call somebody and just tell them, you know, I really appreciate you, You're, you're very helpful, or do I need to just, you know, let it go? So many times we don't allow God to really guide us and direct us the way we need to. And in this day and time, we need God's help all the time. He's with us day and night, every minute of the day. But sometimes we block God out. So one of the scriptures I wanted to read, and it talks, it's in 1 Corinthians, and it's in the uh, 15th chapter. It's the 58th verse. I'm sorry, 57 verse. It says, But thanks be to God, which gives us... Sorry, I got tears in my eyes. (laughs) Thanks be to God, which gives us due victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And when we go down to the next verse, it says, Therefore, my brethren... My beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your father, uh, I'm sorry, that your labor is not in vain to the Lord, in the Lord. When we labor for God, when we labor for the Lord, our labor is not in vain. We are supposed to be those laborers out there reaping the harvest. You know, there's so many people hurting and, and 
We need to be the ones reaching out to them. We, we need to show them the love of God. It says, you know, read that scripture again. It says, therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast. Steadfast means, you know, to establish with your faith firmly. Attacked, attached to the cross of Christ to, to hang on to that, you know, unmovable, not allowing your faith to be moved from the, from the cross of Christ. It's, it's having it where we are hanging on for dear life. We're hanging on to God. That is the most important thing in this world. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. So we're always supposed to be telling others of what Jesus has done, you know, regarding for, for, to, for God's glory. We're supposed to do it for God's glory. You know, so many of us have testimonies that we don't even share. Well, you know what the Lord did for me? Well, he did this or he did that. You know, <laughs> this is going to sound silly, but I was wanting watermelon and I was going to stop and get a watermelon. And I thought, Lord, I couldn't eat a big watermelon. And I get a text and somebody says, and nobody knew that God did. And somebody went and texted me and then said, hey, we got a half of a watermelon. You want some? On the same day. You know, those little things, God knows what you, God knows all that stuff. And some, some people would say, oh, that was just a coincidence. No, I'm sorry. I don't believe that. God knows what we have and what we'd like to have. And it was just a way of God, you know, showing us that he does listen to our heart. So, you know, as we're doing what we're supposed to do for God, always make sure you're going the way he wants you to go and not getting out of his will, not getting out of his footsteps. You know, he is always there, faithful and just to help us in every area of our life. But we also need to be his feet, helping with the laborers in the field. You know, God wants us to do our part. And the way we do our part is being in him and living the life that he wants us to live and letting him guide us with our footsteps. Let's pray. Lord, we just thank you for the day. We thank you, Lord, for um, the people celebrating Labor Day this weekend. Lord, I ask you to keep your hand upon them, to, to give them wisdom about the celebration. Lord, that they will, that they will uh, think before they do certain things. And Lord, I just ask you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that you will help each one listening today. Help us, Lord, to know that we need to follow in your footsteps, that we need to be those laborers of love. We need to be those laborers for you. Lord, I know that you could do it without us, but the thing is, you put us on this earth and Lord, as long as we're on this earth, we need to be doing what you'd have us to do. Lord, I ask you just to help us to do everything we need to in that precious name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. You've been listening to today's message from the Flora Assembly of God at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. Sunday school is at 9.30 this morning, and Sunday morning worship service, including a children's sermon, begins at 10.30. Join them for Wednesday evening Bible study at 7 p.m. Have a blessed day. Oh, Satan rages. We cannot